life circumstances can teach us to never say never. Saying never is a natural reaction to what seems inevitable, unachievable, and unsustainable. Never say never until you understand the value of who's in the storm with you. Life circumstances can teach us to say never. Saying never is a natural reaction to what seems inevitable, unachievable, and unsustainable. <laughs> never say never until you understand the value of who's in the storm with you. I want to read that again. I want to say that again. Life circumstances can teach you and I to say never. Saying never is a natural reaction to what seems inevitable, unachievable, and unsustainable and unattainable. Never say never until you understand the value of who's in the storm with you. Matthew chapter 14 verses 26 through 33. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. They cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Verse 28 says, and Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, Command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. Verse number 30. But seeing the wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? Verse number 32, And when they got into the boat, the wind stopped. And those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, You are certainly God's son. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask that you settle the fear of never in our hearts. In Jesus' name, grant us the grace to overcome the moments in our lives where fear opposes the chances to step out of the boat that we're in. In Jesus' name, let your favor and your peace rest upon us in times where we're faced with a moment of saying never in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Thank you, worship ministry. How many times have we been faced in our lives, faced in a moment in our lives that we said, I will never do that. For whatever reasons, when we are faced with certain moments in our lives, the easiest thing to say is, I will never do that. 
Think about the moments that you and I have wasted because of the fear of stepping out of the boat that we're in because we've used the word, I will never do that. And our lesson on today, I would like to continue our soul winning series in talking about how we overcome the fear of never. We can see it here in Matthew 14, verses 26 through 33. We, we can see that the disciples are in the midst of a contrary storm that has hampered their ability and getting to the other side. When I look through several things that take place, uh, uh, one thing really stands out the most to me um, in all of this narrative and through this story. And the thing that stands out the most to me is the faith of Peter walking on the water. I'll say it again, out of all of the things that are taking place in the text here, uh, the wind, the waves, the water, the fear, they're frightened, they believe that he's a ghost, they're in the boat by themselves, it's in the fourth watch, uh, there's so many things that you can preach about, uh, but the thing that stands out the most to me is the faith of Peter walking on the water. I'm baffled. And why and what made Peter petition Jesus to get out of this boat? He's in the middle of a storm. He's been fighting all night. Uh, he, he finally recognizes that it's Jesus uh, on the water coming towards them. But for some reason, Peter's faith causes him to walk on water. First thing in my mind that I would say is I would never do that. I would never get out of a boat in the middle of a storm to walk on water just to get to Jesus when Jesus is already coming for me. I would feel better to just stay in the boat and allow Jesus to get in the boat and, and get us to shore. I would rather Jesus simply just speak to the wind again and cause the wind to hush. But Peter's faith, for some reason, comes alive and it allows him to walk on the water. Think about it, Peter's faith, Rev, uh, uh, rose in him by the way of Jesus making uh, this certain phrase uh, in one of the verses uh, here. He says, uh, to take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Upon Peter hearing this, he, he overcame his moment of never. <laughs> I'm reminded of, a, of the famous lyrics of a, of a song that says, and, and I want to just play this name, those lyrics. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, who would have ever thought a guy would want a girl like me? Who would have ever thought that I would fall so easily? Who would have ever thought that we would finally come to be? I guess they just don't know how much you mean to me. Y'all catching it? Uh, who would have ever thought that they would have some words to say? Well, go on anyway. It's all right. It's okay. Oh, do y'all have it by now? Uh, uh, take whatever comes our way. 
together we will stand. I got three words to say. Never say never. Who's the lyrics belong to? See, y'all ain't saved. Y'all been listening to the radio. Y'all been listening to the wrong radio in the rock church. Somebody should have at least tried to say James Cleveland. Uh, somebody should have at least said uh, the mighty clouds of joy. Uh, those are the famous lyrics, man, of the illustrious Brandy. Who would have ever thought that a guy would want a girl like me? Who would have ever thought that I would fall so easily? Can I just say it? Uh, I'm pretty sure that most of you can really sense where I'm going today. Uh, my sermonic selection today is simply entitled, Never Say Never. Come on, look at somebody and say, Never Say Never. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The word never is defined um, as not ever at no time. Not in any degree, not under any condition. Uh, the history and the etymology uh, of this word is, is formed from the old English word uh, that, that means, and it came from the word no. It derives from the word no. When you say never, you're simply saying no. When you use the word never, you're simply saying no. Come on now, when, when you look at this word, who would have thought, come on now, uh, that I would have a guy like this? Who, who would have ever thought a guy would want a girl like my girl? Come on now. Who would have ever thought that I would fall so easily? Why? Never say never because most of us say I will not fall in love like that. Uh, uh, he's not going to get me. I'm not going to give him my number. We're not going to go on the first date. Uh, I'm going to wait six months until he get the first kiss. But who would have ever thought that I would fall so easily that after three days I gave him his first kiss? After three days we went on our first date. After three days we were holding hands. Never say never. Come on now. I'm not going to marry this type of guy. I'm not going to marry this type of girl. But out of nowhere, come on now, uh, something changes in your life. Uh, and now you're married to somebody that you said you would never marry. I like dark skin. I like big muscles. And I like all of the stuff. Uh, but never say never. Come on now. Uh, never say never. Come on now. When you look at this, uh, there are three areas that I want to talk about today uh, that cause us to, 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 to not say never. Number one, never ask God for something that you are not willing to do. Never ask God for something that you are not willing to do. Come on now. Peter said to him uh, in verse 28 here, uh, he says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come on the water. Can I say that again? Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. I just need to figure that out. Why, uh, come on now. I, I would never do that. Never say never. Come on now. Uh, I would never do that. But I really want to encourage you. Uh, never ask God for something that you're not willing to do. Come on now. Never ask God for something you don't have faith in. Be sure 
and know why you're asking. Never ask God for something that you're unwilling to see all the way through. You can't turn around once you get out of the boat. Come on now. I, I, I just need y'all to hear this. Never ask God for something that you don't have patience to endure. Understand what is ahead of you. Waves, water, and wind. Come on now. Uh, 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 never say never. Come on now. Never ask God, number one, never ask God for something that you're not willing to do. I, I, I really believe uh, 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 that, that Peter was willing to do what he had asked God to do because God had given him the motive to ask. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. So we can see that Peter's Faith was activated, and so he began to ask God, if it is really you, then command me to come to you so that I may walk on the water. Come on now, never ask God for something that you're not willing to do. Remember that asking God is a sign of our faith. Like what Matthew 21 and 22 in the Amplified Bible reads, it says, And whatever you ask for in prayer, having faith and really believing, you will receive. Come on now, so if you're in a storm and you're looking for God to deliver you, don't ask God to deliver you if you're not willing to do what is required to deliver you from the storm. Come on now, uh, if it means getting out of the boat and walking on the water, be careful what you ask for. Come on now, don't, don't just ask because you really feel like it. Don't, don't ask because you're deep right now, uh, but really begin to think about, uh, uh, Peter's in a boat here, and he says, can I get out and walk on the water? It was his faith. He really believed that he could walk on the water. Look at Matthew 21 and, and 22. And whatever you ask for in prayer, having faith and really believing you will receive. Number one, never ask God for something that you're unwilling to do. Come on now, number two, number two here is uh, never doubt what you believe you can accomplish. Come on now, uh, number one, don't ask for it if you're not willing to endure what it's going to take to bring it to pass. Come on now. Peter had to endure a storm. He, he had to have patience. Uh, he had to endure. Come on now. His fear. He had to endure a moment where he has to step out and walk on the water. There's some things in your life this month that God's going to allow you to do. He's going to allow you to start over, but you got to understand that you may be starting in the middle of a storm, and you starting over may mean that you've got to get out of the boat, and you've got to be willing to do what God has commanded for you to do. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Number two, Never doubt what you believe you can accomplish. In verse 29 in chapter 14, we can see it here in Matthew. And he said, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on water and came towards him. Come on now. 
Come on now, what you ask for, come on now, it should relieve the doubt of how it can be accomplished in your life. When you ask for it, you've got to understand that doubt is standing right next to what you're asking God for. But never doubt what you believe you can accomplish. Come on now, uh, never doubt what you thought could come to pass. Believe what you ask for. Come on now. If you're asking God to heal your body, then believe that God has already healed your body. Come on now. If you're asking God to give you a financial miracle, then believe that God has already given you the finances that you need and the supply that you need to provide for your family, to provide for your life. Believe what you ask for. Come on now, never doubt yourselves in times where you are confident and certain. See, that's where the enemy really likes to attack you, when you're confident and certain that you know, hallelujah, that you have an assurance. Come on now, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of his glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation. Come on now. Uh, Y'all got it. Come on now. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. I've been praising my Savior all the day long. The assurance is, is that I know how to praise him. The assurance is, is that he's never going to leave me. The assurance is is that he'll never forsake me. The assurance is is that he's already made a way for me to step out of the boat and walk on the water. The assurance is is that he's already on the water. He's already started the battle for me. He's already won the victory for me and he has it all in his hand. The assurance is is that he said, take courage, it is I and don't be afraid. Come on now, Uh, never doubt that the storms and battles you're facing are real enough to stymie, come on now, to stymie your faith, uh, to steal your faith, uh, to crush your faith. Uh, You've got to understand that you can never doubt that the storms that you're facing, the battles that you're in right now are strong enough that if you don't watch it, it'll crush your faith. Come on now. It'll cause you to sit. It'll cause you to sit in a boat. It'll cause you to stay right there. It'll cause you to get in a place of your life where you don't trust and believe, but never doubt that the storms and the battles you're facing are real this is a real battle come on now it's a real battle come on hear this remember that doubt is a reaction to what can happen your success do you know why most of us doubt because we're afraid that it's actually going to happen and once it happens, we're not, we, we feel that we're not going to have enough. We feel that we're not going to be qualified. We feel that people are going to laugh at us. People are going to talk about us. Once we get it, we feel like we're not going to be able to keep it. And so we begin to doubt what we really believe should happen in my life. I want to have straight A's in school, and I want to go to college. But then doubt arises in your mind because people begin to tell you smart people are weird, smart 
people are nerds. Smart people, they don't smoke weed. Smart people don't do drugs. Smart people don't do this and do that. Smart people don't do that. But if you're dumb, if you're an idiot, if you just cut school and you're always in trouble, that's what they want to do because that crowd is accepted. That crowd has all of the social media fans. They got a big Instagram page. They got a big TikTok page. And I'm smart and nobody likes me. But guess what? You're smart enough to understand that when it's time to go to college, you're going to go to college. You're smart enough to understand that when it's time, hallelujah, to apply for the job you've been dreaming of, they'll be able to look back from ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, all four years of college, and they can see your journey. Come on now. Uh, you've got to understand that you can never doubt, and that doubt becomes the reaction of what really can happen in your success. Most of us fear our own success. <laughs> if you could really see how successful you would be and you can be, come on now, it, it can drive you crazy because you have the dream and you really want to do it. But if you allow the reaction of doubt to take over what can really happen in your life, you'll always say never. Come on, say it again. Never say never. Come on now, say it again. Never say never. Come on, y'all heard the song now. Come on now. Who, who would have thought I would have fell this easy? Come on now. They talking about us, but you got to understand, we're together now, baby. Come on now. Everybody knows the secret is out. I love you. You love me, and we're just a big happy family. But I just want to tell you, never say never. Come on now. I like this here in Matthew 21, 21. And Jesus answered them, truly I say to you, if you have faith, a firm, relying trust, and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will be done. Doubt is nothing but a reaction to what is going to happen. You doubt because you're looking at it and you're like, man, I know this ain't getting ready to happen, and it happens. Come on, I, I know God ain't getting ready to do it like this, and it happens. Come on now, you've you got to be able to understand, number one, never ask God for something that you're not willing to do. Never ask to do something that you're not willing to do. And then number two, never doubt what you believe you can accomplish. I like this, number three, I'm done. Number three, never deny yourself the opportunity to ask for the helping hand. Number one, never say never. Never ask God for something that you're not willing to do. Number two, come on now. Number two, uh, uh, never doubt. <laughs> never doubt what you believe you can accomplish. What is the one thing that you know if you accomplish it, everything else will fall into place? What's the one thing? Don't doubt that one thing. Don't doubt the one thing that you know that if you put your mind to it, 
And if you take the word no, never out of it, you will accomplish it. And then number three, I like this. Never deny yourself the opportunity to ask for a helping hand. But seeing the wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. This is the 30th verse in, in Matthew 14, our text here. Uh, never, de never deny yourself the opportunity to ask for a helping hand. But seeing the wind, oh, come on now. Uh, he saw the wind. He saw the wind. I believe that he, he, he saw the effects of the wind, the water and the wind. The water and the waves. Come on now. He saw the wind and he's dealing with the effects of seeing the wind, the water and the waves. Come on now. Uh, he's, in, he's, he's in a trifecta. He sees the wind, but then he has to deal with the effects of what he is seeing. He's walking on water that is wavy. Come on now. How does somebody walk on waves? Come on now. Uh, there is no pattern. Come on now. Each wave is different. So that means that his footsteps all, come on now, uh, had to be planted. Come on now. He says that the steps of a good man are ordered by God. God. Every time you step, there might be a low wave. The next step might be a high wave. But when your steps are ordered by God and you understand that you can never, that you can never deny yourself the ability for asking for a helping hand, that at the sinking moment of your life, all you have to do is just cry out and say, Lord, save me. Come on now. Uh, but see, sometimes we, we look at the text and we're so hard on Peter as if we're better than him. Come on now. Uh, would you get out of the boat? I, I want to see how well you would do in the middle of a storm. You're tired. You're frustrated. You're aggravated. It's the fourth watch. Uh, your mind is going crazy. Come on now. Uh, and you get out of the boat in the same storm, hallelujah, that you've been dealing with for the last three days. You get out of the boat that you've been dealing with for the last six months. And you say, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come to you. That's faith. Come on now. That's not doubt. That looks like somebody who's willing to do what they just asked God for. It looks like somebody who's not going to a doubt to doubt that they can accomplish what they believe they just saw Jesus do. Come on now. He's walking, seeing wind, and dealing with water and waves under his feet. Come on now. But then there comes a moment when it just overwhelms you. Uh, it, it gets to a place in your life uh, where the wind and the water are so strong. Come on now, that you have to look down. Come on now. Uh, uh, sometimes when you're walking, they teach you, don't look down. Just keep looking up. Come on now. Uh, when you're walking, you got to just keep looking, keep looking, keep looking. But there are moments in your life. When life causes you to look down, what do you do? When life causes you to look down, God's not mad at you. God's not angry with you. He's standing right there watching you look down, but he's waiting on you to ask for his help to lift you up from a sinking moment in your life. Never deny yourself the help that is needed to get you through the storm. 
It's not meant for you to sink or drown. Did you hear that? This storm is not meant for you to sink. It's not meant for you to die. Stop living in storms by yourself. Stop denying the helping hand that can help you when you're sinking. Come on now. You're not just sinking because it's your fault. You're sinking because of the circumstances that are around you. You look down because probably you just wanted to make sure that you were settled, sober, and steady. Come on now. You're not looking down because you don't trust God. I know that they preach that but I just want to bring some reality here. You're probably looking down because you just want to make sure that the next step you make is going to be the right step. But when you look down, you got to understand that when you bring your head back up, you got to shout out and you got to cry out, Lord, the step that I just made, I need you to save me right now because it feels like I'm about to sink. It feels like I'm about to turn over. It feels like I'm about to break. It feels like I'm about to lose my mind. I've been walking on water. Things have been so well, but it seems a little hard right now. Lord, I need you to save me from myself. Save me from my mind. Save me from cussing somebody out. Save me from telling somebody off. Save me from walking out of my house and leaving my wife and abandoning my children. Save me from the alcohol. Save me from the drugs. Lord, I've been free for six months, but this storm is getting heavy. That monkey is calling me. Hey, that cocaine. Hey, it's calling me. It's calling me. But if you can just lift up your heads, hey, if you can just lift up your head and call out, Lord, save me. Lord, stretch out your hand and save me. I got out of the boat. I got enough faith, but I need you, Lord, to save me. Hey, save me. I'm drowning in debt. I'm drowning in a bankruptcy. My business is about to fall. I ain't got the money. The eviction is next door. Save me, Lord. Come on. Come on. Sometimes you're too hard on your dream. It ain't that you, that you lost Jesus because you looked down. I got Jesus in my heart, but that wave just hit me too hard. Come on now. This wind is knocking me off. Come on now. I'm trying to get to you, but long when I look down, give me the ability to look up. Never deny yourself. To gain trusted relationships to get you through the storm. Not meant for you to walk alone. Storms require trusted relationships. The reason that many of us go through is because we don't have trusted relationships in our life. So we never ask and we deny the helping hand that can help me. You know, I don't want nobody to talk about me. I don't want nobody to remind me that when I make my come up, that it was them that pulled me out of the water. I don't want nobody to hold it over my head that when I come around family, 
everybody knows my business. I, I, I don't want to be the butt of the joke that you're talking about me on the side, but you're really not saying it. Come on, that, that's a horrible feeling. How, how many of you have ever experienced that in the middle of a storm you would rather drown and lose it all than asking somebody for help? Because the church makes you feel so bad because they get up and they tell everybody your business. We gave 50 families $5,000. Everybody know you wanted the families? Because they were sitting in the back room when your name was on a piece of paper. Come on, oh, don't nobody know you're lying. Why you got to announce it? All the deacons and the elders know who I am. So now when I come around, I feel like people are looking at me. And then I get the brand new car, get the job. And everybody's saying, didn't we just give them $5,000 to pay their bills? Come on, man. Let's, if y'all going to be real with me, come on now. Y'all know how we do? We make the videos. Put you out. That's not what Jesus does. Jesus stretched out his hand. Pulled him up. Yeah. Good job. Let's go back to the boat. Let's go back to the boat. And see, when you got trusted friends and relationships, nobody's going to laugh at you that you almost sank. That you had to have somebody help you. Jesus wants to be the helping hand. Remember to deny the helping hand becomes a helpless moment of tragedy. When you deny the helping hand of Jesus, it can become a helpless moment of tragedy. Ugh. Get it? John 14, 13 and 14. I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, Anyone steadfastly believes in me, he will himself be able to do the things that I do. He will do even greater things than these. Because I go to the Father, I will do, myself will grant. I myself will grant. Whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am, so that the Father may be glorified, and extolled through the Son. Yes, I will grant. I myself will do for you whatever you shall ask in my name as presenting all that I am. Lift your hands and just say never, say never. You never know when you'll never is going to be your salvation. What you're saying never to can become the greatest accomplishment in your life. What you're saying never to can be the helping hand that pulls you out of a storm. What you're saying never to, it can be the faith that causes you to get out of a boat, walk on water. Come on now, never. Say never. Come on, I want you to hear this again. 
Take this home with you. Write this quote down. Life circumstances can teach us to never, to say never. Saying never is a natural reaction to what seems inevitable, unachievable, and unsustainable. Never say never until you understand the value of who's in the storm with you. There's value in the storm. The value is who is in the storm with you. Jesus. Trusted relationships. Faith. What I can accomplish. My dreams. Come on now. Father, we love you so much. We thank you so much. We honor you. And we simply give you praise today. I want you to take a moment and just examine yourself. As we prepare to serve the Lord's table, I, I want you to take examination of yourself. And I want you to just begin to ask the Lord to three things. Forgive the sin in your life. Those moments in your life where the sin of never, where you allowed never to stop you from accomplishing what God wanted you to accomplish. I, I want you to examine the never. The sin. Just simply say, Lord, forgive me. Come on, just examine. Take self-examination and just and say, Lord, I'm sorry for saying never when I asked you to do it, but I wasn't willing to, to be patient enough to endure the process. I, I wasn't willing enough to, 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 to bring it to pass and allow it to come to pass. So I turned around and I got back in the boat. Then number two, I want you to just examine your love for the Father. Your love and your honor towards him. I want you to just simply say, Lord, show me how to love you and honor you better with my life. A commitment of faith to you. Also me not to take it for granted that just because I say I love you, it really means that I love you. Calls my words to become lifestyle. And then number three, Take examination of how you love your brother and your sister. Serving the Lord's Supper has everything to do with all three things that we've just done. A moment of reflection, of repentance. Those areas in my life that are not pleasing before the Father. Number two, the area that, 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 that pertains to my love and my honor for Him. I don't take it for granted that my life is a reflection of his love and honor for me. And, and, and it is my honor to love him with all of my heart, all of my soul, and my mind. Not only do I just love and honor him, but, but the Bible says to love thy neighbor. Come on. The Lord's Supper has everything to do with how we love one another because how can I love God and not love my brother that I see every day? It is here as we prepare to stand. To stand 
Hallelujah. We honor the Lord tonight, today. We honor him for his grace. We honor him for his love. We're so grateful that he saw fit and he sees fit to come and sit and dine with us. We're so grateful for his leading and guiding. Those that have not had a chance to give, that are in the sanctuary, you may give. Text to give. We are so grateful to God for all that he's done. And we're so thankful for him. God bless you all. Naya, it's good to see you, baby. <laughs> Naya's usually working, so it's so good to see her with the day off. Amen, amen. <laughs> we thank you all. We will see you all on next week. God bless you. Bring somebody with you all. We love you. We love you. We love you. Have a wonderful week. You guys, and the word to you guys, I want you to guys to keep in mind.